my stomach sank as like thinking that I was about to get this wrong. You did. You look like unnecessarily uh, nervous yeah. about that. I don't know a fucking thing about rush other than they like, don't do rock and roll shit. They just, uh, sit in the green room and <clears throat> drink seltzers and read and Rand or something. I, I and Rand, however you say that shit. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. I I don't know. I wonder how many most bands are probably doing the equivalent of that though. Yeah, they just make it seem like it's cool to make it seem like you're like breaking a toilet in your hotel room or something. Yeah, you know? uh, breaking a toilet is not yeah, sh- shitting like, too much. Okay, right. that's what is rock that, and rollers do. That's what, so that's what. So whenever that's very true. Whenever you go out on tour, you're like. You like come back and you're bragging to all your friends and you're they're like, yo, dude, like, so what, like, how was tour, man? Did you live it up? You're like, yeah, dude, absolutely. So like, what did you like, what'd you get down to? Like after, you know, after parties and shit, you're like, dude, this one toilet I broke like at like five minutes into the hotel stay and they all just like slowly look at you confused and you're like, okay, but like, what else? You're like, okay, so there's other toilet at this gas station, right? And it's just tales of you just breaking toilets from doo-dooing way too hard yeah well you got to consider uh you're probably eating late nights and so what's open is things like taco bell or sure, like pizza sure. somewhere like Hunt's Only, brothers pizza. Uh, i mean you mean like the finest of fine yeah, establishments but, you know, it's fine establishments but it wrecks yeah. your shit so i'm not yeah. following what you're saying right now it makes you shit a lot okay uh, you know i mean makes me shit a lot i'll say if you're a little bitch. Yeah. Lactose if you have a, intolerant. If you, if you have a man's stomach. Well, then if, you don't shit your food out. You just eat it and it stays in there. Exactly. Yeah, you, gotta, you gotta show that food who's boss. How you're not you, going how anywhere. Think, how do you think grown men get that, you know, barrel waste mm. that like strong men from the 1920s had? You know what I mean? Where like the idea of like a strong man was just the biggest like is it wasn't even stomach it's not like like below the belly button it's just the midsection is mm-hmm. protruding like 3 foot out yeah and that was the strongest man in the world at the time cuz there's 20 pounds of shit in there exactly that's how <laughs> like that's John how Wayne. exactly like how do you think those guys that used to get shot in the stomach with the cannonball were able to do that you eat you eat so much food that you never shit out that you just have this cushion for all of your internal organs and it, yeah. it acts as like a uh you know essentially like a ballistics vest yeah and a heart disease uh primer yeah yeah but you well, know it's i mean that's you know. that's the cost of being the strongest man in the world really with that in mind though are do y'all feel like you're are you in better shape than your dads were at your age Ooh. no <laughs> okay 
Yeah. Uh, no, my, my dad went, when my dad was about this age, actually he might even been a little older than this. When my dad was in his forties, he was like lifting weights regularly jogging like 10, 15 miles. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm in much better shape right now than I was this time last year. Yes, but right. my dad definitely has me beat mm. at this point. Um, hmm. yeah, my dad, my dad, at the, like his weight always fluctuated. Like he was all like, sometimes he was a big dude. Sometimes he w- would like slim down and shit, which is kind of like what happens to me. But, uh, I've never been as big as my dad was at his biggest. Um, so yeah, I guess like I'm at the age where my dad trying to do the math real quick. My dad just had me at this age. Um, so probably he was probably not, I was probably not as good a shape as my dad was in 1985. Mm, But also, also like my dad and my like body type is, is like, if I buy a dress shirt that fits my neck, two of me at the waist can get inside of it. It's like I'm I'm built like a Lego man or like one of those weeble wobbles, you know, like like my neck is so goddamn huge that like just from the neck up, it looks like I should be 350 and I'm not. And, and so if and if I buy something that fits my waist, I can't I can never like come close to, to closing the neck on it. I have a if I buy a button up shirt that fits around my body, uh-huh. then the sleeves are a foot longer than my arms are. <laughs> what? Oh, that that sounds fun. That just that that makes you sound like one of those uh, wacky inflatable uh, <laughs> men you see at a car dealership. <laughs> what I I feel like anytime I buy like a button down shirt, the neck feels like it's like going over my chin, my chin, like because I don't the have like a long style. enough yeah like neck, I guess. <laughs> But I'm like, what am I supposed to wear? Like the button downs that don't have collars, and I don't really want to do that. Like I'm not... <laughs> make it look like you're in a all white R and B group from the '90s. Yeah, <laughs> like get get one of those super thin chains to wear on the outside of the the shirt. <laughs> yeah, I could tell one of my friends was uh, doing better, like financially, because he got rid of all his collars. And... <laughs> You should be well, now wait a minute. What if he had to pawn off all the collars to pay his bills? Yeah, exactly. They were, they were know, like shirts. I was like, I don't even know where you buy those. Like, he may I'm have like, been struggling. No, I mean, yeah, he had to. Yeah, he pawned. He 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 surgically removed all of the collars from his shirts. <laughs> yeah. If our listener could please send us any collars they have laying around to give to Josh's friend to help him out, I mean, we'd appreciate that. Or... Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I don't know. I I think even with the. Uh, discussion of like are you healthier than your dad was at your age it's not like a weight thing it's like are you making are you also like making healthier choices than your no. dad was okay so you're not your dad was like jogging and lifting weights and that's really cool he, he was eating well too like I, I think about what my parents were eating at this point in like at this age when i was a kid i'm like they were doing so much better than me on a regular basis you're like well i don't know i don't i'm assuming i feel like everyone when i was young i feel like i didn't drink water ever i know we've talked about that probably but like 
Like, so I know my parents weren't by the choices I was being made and how often I ate like spaghetti and macaroni and cheese. I know (laughs) that they weren't making (laughs) healthy choices. Um, So, so I don't know. That's interesting that you're like the one of us that had like healthy parents. I will. So so I guess since we're not, you just clarified that we're not really talking about weight or anything like that. Like, I don't think it's like a technically a metric of like, if you're really healthy or not, So it's weird. It's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to judge because my dad was a severe alcoholic. So it's like, uh, I'm not drinking nearly as much as he was. So I do have that beat. Um, but he was fishing all the time and we ate so much fresh seafood growing up that, uh, I either don't have time to go fishing for, or, you know, would be way too goddamn expensive to spend for every meal. Um, And your body's full of mercury. And yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, and I'm full of mercury now. Uh, so I, I think about all the, like basically every meal we had was, was home cooked, you know, uh, we never bought the pre-made frozen stuff for the most part. Um, mm. cause so it's mom, just me. It's just me. No, I, I, I'm just trying to think, but, but at the same time, uh, so it, it kind of like balances out. There's like avenues. There's definitely things that because the cost of living was cheaper back then, we had access to that I look at now and I'm like, man, that would be so fucking expensive to try and replicate that. But at the same time, again, <laughs> like he was, uh, he was also, um, drinking a lot. So yes. So s- lifestyle choices, maybe like I'm, I'm beating him in certain things just because the science is better on it. You know, like I know I can make better conscious decisions, but then just like financial you know, it's like, you know, boomers talk about how easy we have it these days. And they sent three kids to college, uh, you know, on one fucking income had two, you know, two cars and a fucking garage, two story house. Um, the Simpsons model, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that was, that was possible back then. Um, so yeah, it, it kind of fluctuates just for a second. I'm going to derail my own. Uh, I was, so I was thinking of my, so my stepbrothers, they didn't really graduate high school. Um, and they were like sent to okay. go. Didn't really graduate high school. <laughs> they didn't. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the private school that we, I felt like that was like, you're either pregnant or you're not. Well, the thing. private school yeah. that we went to threw them a party that was like, thanks for coming. But then they kicked them out. What? <laughs> yeah, this is a real thing. I, you, don't, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah. Exactly. They did that. And then I remember, I, I'm not lying, they were like, we were going to throw them a party. Because the, the agreement was like, hey, you're getting a little too old for high school. This isn't working out. Like, uh, And then so it's like, just finish it up with your GED. And they were like, cool. And so then they were like, thank you for your service, essentially. <laughs> and then my parents threw them a party. And I remember my uh, one of my stepbrothers, I can't remember if it was Teddy or Freddie. Um, one of them was like, <laughs> uh, we get our congratulations cake. That's right. Okay. You have mentioned this before. Yeah. It's flooding back to me now. Uh, so, but, but they did not graduate, though. They did not graduate. And the reason I brought it up, because you said the three kids going to college thing. So since they were twins, they they always shared a car at a certain point, and they were so they were both sent to go take their GED. Like they were take uh, they were supposed to drive up to. So, okay, hold on. They're they're twins. Their names yeah. are Teddy and Freddie. Mm-hmm. Were yeah. they named 
Theodore and Frederick? Or I was going to ask yeah. the same fucking Theodore thing. And okay, yeah. just making okay, sure that, that they didn't just name them Teddy and Freddy. That'd yeah, and so they were sent to go. They they would drive every day up to downtown uh, to go take their GED class, and then did it they sign out, up? Okay, did they have the same exact schedule? Like the same. I would assume class? they did. Okay. They were okay. very much like twins. Like, like they twin twins. Were they wearing the same outfit every day? Uh, probably close. Did they date uh, the did same have girl Teddy the same and Freddy like on the front? Uh, no. Did they little, have little hats with propellers on them? <laughs> yeah. Did, did, and, uh, each, did each shirt they, point at the other and say, I'm with stupid? Yeah, and they had big lollipops. Uh, <laughs> but, okay, so it turned out, the reason I mentioned this, it turned out that they were just driving to downtown every week and they'd just go somewhere and hang out. They weren't ever actually taking their classes. They were paying for it, or someone was paying for it, I think my parents, and they just didn't take their GED classes. <laughs> Incredible. And so I just think of the oh we sent three kids to college and then I'm like did they go? Though? No, you, you, I mean no, that's not the same thing. Go, going <laughs> to college, you. going to college to get your GED is not exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, like I mean more power to anybody to who's ever done that. I'm not shaming that, but that, I mean like uh, uh, getting your you know graduating from high school or the equivalent thereof uh, is is not really what I meant, but that's fucking fantastic that they were just bullshitting the entire time yeah so i don't know so i think i'm doing better than my dad is what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. even though he gave me the ruckus so you probably you you probably have longer hair than he did at this Mm. age Mm. give him the ruckus yeah yeah i think i think i do i've never been like a long-haired guy but now i am so that's nice was your hair longer than your dad's was at this age will um no. Okay. No oh, wow. That's intense. <laughs> because he when when I was born, he had a ponytail, bald head, but just the rat tail in the back. So have how you many metal ever, bands did he sign? Is, have, <laughs> have you guys ever seen this look before? Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's cool. So, mm-hmm. so it's just a circle of hair on the back of the head. Yeah, whatever's hanging on. The ha- No, no, no. No, no, no. It's it's not that. It is a it completely... It's styled to be that way. It's styled oh. to be that. It's a clean-shaven head. Uh, completely oh. clean-shaven head. But then a circle of hair about this big, just on the back. And, like like, right above the neck. And then the hair is grown out long right there so he can braid it into like a a it's not even it's not like a ponytail because it's not like a ponytail and like it's kind of like the all the hair from your head pulled back you know so it's like a very thin braided ponytail no it's really um, still a rat tail yeah exactly yeah it basically is a rat tail yeah um but but he always called it a ponytail or whatever but um yeah very very distinct look uh like i grew up thinking it was a normal hairstyle and then as i get older and have never seen another human being uh other than like um chinese rail workers from like the mid 1800s uh i realized that no maybe other- some buddhist monks or yeah, something exactly like i realized i'm pretty sure my dad saw a picture like that at some point and decided oh to do that and just rocked it as if it was normal and for some reason it worked for him like it was not you met him and and it you just didn't think twice about it you know very very strange dude i'll try to find i'll try him with this episode i'll try and post a picture of him from back in the day with it 
but he was he was like rocking earrings when nobody else was you know he had like a little switchblade earring he would wear like a functioning <laughs> switchblade and then he had a raccoon penis earring uh that he would like he would make these out of roadkill like he would scoop up the roadkill uh like whenever he was driving around and then make uh raccoon. he would he would pick up dead raccoons and cut their penises off and wear them as jewelry yeah okay yeah yeah that's a yeah. that's a real thing that's a very <laughs> that's a swear to god that's a real thing that that he well he do. is a vietnam vet so yeah. uh that's that's a normal thing from my childhood and nobody else's yeah. Um, so if he's a vet, then he probably knows how to handle the raccoon. Exactly. Properly. It exactly. Makes now. <laughs> okay. It makes it less weird. Yes. I feel. Like. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It seems normal. It's a, it's a career thing. It's exactly. A career yeah, thing. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I was trying to find a topic this week, and I was uh, reading an article about. Do, you, do y'all know about the wild horses in the, like near the Outer Banks, up or like in the Pamlico Sound? Yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah. The, I heard they couldn't drag me away. <laughs> <laughs> the Cedar coming. Island horses. Did y'all know that there are also wild cows up there on the same island? Yeah, on the same island. There's wild. <laughs> there's wild cows. I have, I have wondered for so long if there was a place anywhere where wild cows existed. Yeah, and it's it's closer. It's closer than you realize. It's like it's in my brain. I can ma- I can imagine like a wild goat or a wild sheep, but there's something about a wild cow. Like <laughs> yeah. I just can't. The, I, my brain won't even come up with the image it's, of a wild it, cow. It, it it sounds like a like a a noble wild cow sounds like a Gary Larson uh, like yeah. a Far Side <laughs> comic, you know, like the title of one. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, I just um, picture a regular cow with a born to be bad leather jacket on, <laughs> smoking not, a cigarette. Not born to be wild, though. Yeah, yeah, born to be bad. I like born, born to, to be, be bad. bad it really that, like born something. to be wild is too on the nose. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, no. His jacket says uh, "bad to the t bone." Mm, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> too too jokey. Too jokey. Oh, wow. okay? okay, I had it right okay. the first time, right. guys. All right. All right. You're right. It's yeah. jerk store. Jerk store. <laughs> Don't punch his shit up. Um, yeah, the on the island. I think it's Cedar Island is the name of it. Uh, something like I mean, close to a hundred years ago, like cattle and the horses that are on the island now got washed off of the mainland during a storm and ended up on cedar island and now they're just majestic i mean they're not technically wild uh cow they're feral that's that's the like scientific nomenclature for it so feral means domesticated animals that have returned to the wild like like feral pigs come from actual domesticated stock but they turn feral because once because they live in the wild because they live in the wild and stuff and it it like changes their entire physiognomy what is the word (laughs) physiology sounds right right. (laughs) but there's there's it's not physiology it's taxonomy no, it's. I think it is physiognomy. Is that Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the one. Yeah, it changes their first Corinthians <laughs> yeah. um, to uh, to like the the hair gets longer, like feral pigs. Um, like hair starts growing in weird places. Basically, like they now. hit puberty. Yeah, like now. Like now, yes, like, like now. now, yeah, yeah. Um, and she was the, domesticated. Yeah. She returned to the wild. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
Um, so anyway, uh, I want to go see the wild cows now. I want to like, so I, I, this I don't, is like, going to be my questions. I want to see the cows. So you can go there and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. People, it's like a tourist attraction. People like go in hopes of seeing the wild horses, but like nobody goes to see the cows. Why do I feel like a wild horse would fuck you up? Oh, because it probably would. I mean, I feel like <laughs> yeah. it'd be really dangerous. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, people go to Yellowstone to see the buffalo and shit like that. You, you can see them at a distance. You yeah, know? people like, get fucked up at Yellowstone all the time. I mean, I know. <laughs> I, I went to Yellowstone, but like, it's so, that's the funny thing. It's so easy to go to Yellowstone and not get fucked up. <laughs> like, it really is. You, yeah. you, you just have to, to be an idiot to actually you have get hurt. to be a supreme fucking moron <laughs> to get, uh, like, owned by one of these goddamn 3000 pound you know killing machines so uh, yeah there there is an instagram account of uh footage of these idiots caught on tape and they call them tourons like <laughs> tourist good. morons yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's and it's very entertaining <laughs> perfect name for it perfect name for it it's i mean it's like you see these uh the the most mind-boggling version of this that i see on a regular basis is the Torons that go on these uh, car safaris where you drive through these cars? Uh, yes. <laughs> Wait, say that again. Safaris. So, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we are killing it today, boy. Uh, that uh, they're surrounded by giant cats. They're surrounded by leopards and cheetahs and tigers and lions and shit. And shit they that will get fuck you up. Shit that will would love to fuck you up. <laughs> uh, not just like large herbivores that can trample you, but like God's most perfect apex killing machines. <laughs> and these people get out of their cars to go get photos of them. It, it's like this is the closest you will ever be to a real life Jurassic Park. Would you get out of your car to get close to the dinosaurs? If the answer they is probably would. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely yes. you're a thousand yeah. yep. percent correct. Uh, but there's there's tons of videos of like like I, I saw a video. I didn't know it until after I had watched it where the the woman got dragged away like she died like she yeah. like she wanted to get a picture of some cheetahs and a leopard snuck up on her and got her ass and dragged her off into the bushes and that's that like you're done because you wouldn't stay in your fucking car did you see the ones where like there's i think it was like the giraffe pen at the zoo or something but this dude like had to climb over two fences to get in the pen with the giraffes and brought a baby with him. Oh my God. And like, he, he got out in time, but that, that thing but fucking the baby charged. Didn't? <laughs> <laughs> the baby couldn't run fast enough. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, you only got to run faster than the slowest person in your group. That's why he brought the baby with him. Exactly. If, if it's a baby in your group, you're pretty safe, honestly. Like, it's a pretty safe thing to do for all of our Y'all are acting like he was stupid, but he came prepared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right, we're only laughing about this because the baby made it out safe. Yeah, everybody's great. okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's also it's funny when you visualize it. You know, just think of the baby running. Then it's Yeah, funny. exactly. Exactly. And just jumping over those fences like in one <laughs> single bound. Yeah. All right. So so he uh, did the giraffe attack like what happened it exactly? came out yeah it was going to they so ran it, fast enough to get away from it but it was about to fuck him up holy shit man
Antonio. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, say hi. Go for it. Hi. Hey, what's up, dude? What are you doing? I was just eating a snack over there. Yeah, hold on. Speak into the microphone. Would you put your put your mouth a little closer? What were you doing? Eating a snack. Eating. Oh, what kind of snack you got? What was it? You you don't know? Was it was it like was it breakfast food? Was it yeah? Was it were you eating crayons? No, what? <laughs> what? Were you eating? Were you eating construction paper? Were you, were you licking a glue stick? No. There go. It was. No. A, it was a glue stick, wasn't it? It was totally a glue stick. I've got one right here for later. <laughs> See, that's, is I that the funniest you thing you've ever heard? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. We still got it. I can't. Do Heck yeah! All right. Um, what do you? What, what's how's uh how's your Saturday morning going? Have you watched any cartoons? I ha- I am watching video games. You're watching? Oh, okay, so are you like on a YouTube channel that you like? No! No? No, no I... Uh, what channel am I on? I have no idea what you're watching. <laughs> have you, have what you, uh, game is it? What game is it? I think... Is it Roblox? Oh, yeah, it's a Roblox. Oh, Roblox. Roblox. Cool. Oh, no. You're a Roblox kid? Yeah. Yeah? You like <laughs> Roblox a lot? Yeah. Some With- people in school... Like, want to write about Roblox? Yeah. Do you ever write about Roblox? I wish I could. You wish you could? Can you write yet? I can. I. I. I'm trying. You're trying. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're like, you're making an effort. That's all. That's all anybody can ask for. I get it. I get it. Well, look. Have a good Saturday morning. I hope you watch lots of video games and stuff. Are you are you playing video games or are you just watching video games? Uh, I was playing video games, but now okay. I'm watching them. Okay. I got bored of playing video games. Gotcha, gotcha. I was playing Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, and I was like, "Oh, that's a good one." And I, yeah, it is. But if we. Uh, I, if we review like a video game like every few episodes, would you help us out with that? Could you come on and do like a guest spot and help us review video games? Tell us what you think about it. Uh, well, I know where to get a thing. I know where to get a thing, but I'm not sure. Okay, so you, you, you like know, know a guy? You like know a guy? You you like know a guy that can help you get a thing? What's that? Uh, no, it sounds like uh, okay. I don't want to say too much. Like uh, it <laughs> sounds like it sounds like you got a, a plug. It sounds like you got a hookup. <laughs> what? That <laughs> that makes no sense. I know. I know. I'm being silly. It feels I'm like Ryan's silly. here. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I'm not playing my tablet. Bye, Antonio. Right. Bye. Bye, Antonio. Bye, Bye buddy. buddy. I really want to play my tablet. Okay, bye. Have have fun. Bye. Have fun. The lumber. What were we talking about before? Huh. Giraffes in the zoo. Oh, giraffes. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's Thank it. you, Vic. Uh, have y'all ever fed giraffes at a zoo before? No, I didn't <clears> know that was an option. It is at the North Carolina Zoo in Asheboro, which I know we've talked about before. It's so cool. Like it's one of the best zoos in the world. Uh, they have this platform that you can walk up and for like $3 or something, you can feed giraffes like heads of lettuce. They just have this big bin of vegetables there. 
these fuckers are so goddamn big. Like I know, obviously they're real tall, right? They're like the <laughs> largest, uh, the tallest land mammal in the world, but you don't have a sense of scale for these things. These, th- their heads are so massive, so much bigger than like, I-, I feel like in a lot of people's heads, it's like, like, it's, just, it's like a horse with a long neck, you know, like that's, that's kind of the scale you're thinking of. And a lot of people have pet horses or at least seen them up close, not anywhere close. We're talking like three, four times the size of a horse head. Uh, it's just gigantic. Uh, how, how big these things are. And you don't usually think of them being like dangerous creatures, but I guess anything that big can like hurt you on accident. Absolutely. You know? Or, or on purpose, like or they all, purpose. they will trample lions. Like they kill lions out in the wild Holy pretty shit. regularly. Yeah. That, that are trying to hunt their calves and shit. Um, that, I mean, those hooves, like they're just massive and they swing their necks and shit. Uh, <laughs> y'all ever seen footage of giraffes, like swinging their necks at each other? Yeah. That's just bonkers. It's fucking nuts it's the craziest shit like it looks like they're gonna snap every time they <laughs> they swing their necks it's insane i don't know how we got on this topic i don't know why i brought up giraffes thank you for bringing me back around apparently i'm very passionate about them you are i am very passionate about giraffes uh all right josh what do you got for topics this week um i was watching this documentary uh have y'all seen the guar documentary this is guar not yet um so it so basically uh, there was a part in it where uh dave brocky gets arrested in like 1990 um and he talks about okay so basically they were playing a show in charlotte and i was like i wonder if i can like find the poster that this is from and it like made me find a bunch of posters from uh, 4808 Club. But this specific show, essentially this was like around the time of like the Tipper Gore, what, PMRC, PMRC is what it's called. Yeah. Right. So that was like, so cops were showing up at shows. And uh, so a cop showed up at their show and they had the, uh, they call it the Cuttlefish of Cthulhu. So His it's dick. the, yeah, the dick that, uh, <laughs> that Dave Brocky wears. Uh Oh, yeah. Of Cthulhu. yeah, and so, <laughs> so essentially, and I guess the whole reasoning why they called it that one, it's it's funny, but two, then it's sort of like if someone asked them about it, especially around that time, then they're not being like, oh, the dick he wears, right. you know, and <laughs> right. so they can kind of get away with it, and then it's like, oh, it's a cuttlefish, and uh, so basically, the cops show up and they're like, you can't have that on, that's inappropriate, <laughs> and they're like, all right, but they just do it anyways, and so. Right. The cops, like, after the show, they come backstage and they're like, you know, they, they're they like, you're under arrest and we're taking the uh, the cuttlefish thing. <laughs> yeah. So, essentially, they, but they were saying, in the, they were saying in the documentary, like, what ends up happening, they take him away and they have a bucket that just has this, like, this big prosthetic dick and a bucket and they're like taking it away and they're like they never got it back so it's somewhere in charlotte in like a police impound <laughs> there's just this like so there, yeah there's an evidence locker somewhere <laughs> with yeah. the legendary cuttlefish of cthulhu <laughs> yeah. wow I wonder, I wonder if there's a way you can petition to just go like look see it yeah <laughs> like like somebody needs to fi- file a freedom of information act mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. i mean and sh- it, pro- it probably made it to the trash at some point right <sighs> I don't I know. Like so. that that would be a weird it's I'd say it's probably in some cop's garage. 
right now. <laughs> oh, Some yeah, retired probably. cop's garage is probably exactly where that thing's at. Yeah, eventually, yeah, do you just get to take things home, you know, like drugs or cars? Yeah, you're, if you're a cop, <laughs> you just get to do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. The there's, there's no, yeah. There's no uh, repercussions for any of that shit. Yeah. yeah. They sell, I mean, if I don't know if you saw uh, that show from the dude that did The Wire, uh, David Simon, um, the most recent one on HBO about like Baltimore. we own the city or something. Yeah, we own the city. Um, yeah. It's really good. It's all a hundred percent fucking accurate. Um, and these dudes were just seizing guns and drugs off of people and turning around and selling them this this police unit. I mean, for fucking years, just making a killing, being both sides of the <laughs> the you know they were. They were the enforcement and the supply of, of this shit. And it's just like, that's just what we know about from the Baltimore, you know, PD, there was probably other units doing it. And this is something that's been replicated all over the fucking country. So they, you know, they're they're doing, getting away with the shit all the time, but Um, the the seizing giant penises, selling giant (laughs) penises. The kicker with the story um, is, okay, so he gets arrested. Okay, yeah, (laughs) He gets arrested, of course, and there's a court case, but the judge for the case, his name is Dick Boner. (laughs) 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 What? Yeah, not joking. I'm not sure if he's a judge anymore, but actually Sarah went to school with uh, his son. And so, uh, Dick and, Boner Jr. Yeah, I think his name was uh, Josh Boner. I, uh, why would you go by Dick if your last name's Boner? Like, how would you like, I, Richard I go by I, your middle name? Anything but Dick because, Boner. because, okay, this dude was a judge, probably comes from a well to do honorable family. Boner. Yeah, <laughs> Dick Boner. I hardly know her. Uh, <laughs> like, rich people like go out of their way to name their children bizarre shit. Like, I feel like it's a point of pride that we're so rich that this stupid fucking name can't hold us down. You know, like this, this like it's almost like a, a self-inflicted obstacle to overcome uh, with your wealth or your your fucking privilege. Don't you feel you would at least go by like rich or something? Right. You know, like Richard, you know, like you're like, do not call me day. Like, it's like that. You know, there's a, f- a famous bass player called his name's Richard Bona. But yeah, Richard, or like what? Dick Trickle. It's like wouldn't you just be like, "I'm Richard Trickle"? Like, that, please, you know. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel like uh, I feel like families like get a sense of humor about their like silly names and fucking roll with it. Do you yeah, think, like, what, do you what, think? Did, what did Jason Lee name his kid? Something crazy. Inspector Pilot or something? <laughs> Wait, yeah. what? Pilot Inspector. Pilot Inspector, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they're a Scientologist. You just explained why. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, see, okay, that's, I mean, I don't know. I, that's a Scientology thing. It is, and it is. Oh, that's almost, that makes sense. I didn't ever thought about wait, that. Wait, it is a Scientologist? He, or he was or is Scientologist. And I, I know yeah. he's a Scientologist, but do Scientologists go out of their way to name their kid like uh do Scientologists name their kids uh fucking Commodore Plumber? Like I think they do. I mean, even if you look at like John Travolta's John Travolta had a Commodore kid named Plumber's Jet. pretty good. <laughs> I kinda like that one, yeah. Yeah. Like they have names like Jet. 
And yeah. so I, there's like a big, I mean, there's like, they're all really obsessed with like planes because it's like the, the, the spaceship looks like a Cessna or something. Like there's a, a lot of lore and Scientology around like planes. I didn't know that. Yeah. And boats too, I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I think it goes with that. They also usually like, will kind of misspell it. Like they're. Maybe in, I like, was a, wrong about Scientology. <laughs> all, you know? Yeah. It's maybe the best it's, one. Maybe it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I always say, though, I feel like, okay, if if Scientology still exists in, like, 300 years, mm-hmm. and it's not like a... I, I, I get the whole thing where they're, like, covering up really shitty things. Um, you know, no other religion has done that, of course. Of course. Um, but, like, if you give it 300 years, we would just sort of accept it as, like, another thing. Yeah. Like, in yeah, the yeah. same way we do with, like... Like, I feel like at this point, like, even the Mormons... Like, I feel like in my lifetime, people are less shitty to Mormons. Yeah, yeah. Like, or it, Jehovah's just, Witnesses. Like, yeah, how long like, have yeah, they sure. been around? I don't know shit about Jehovah's Witnesses. Early 1900s? But I don't know. But I feel like it's like, it's like, why? So the Bible is only more credible because of how long it's, you know, been around? Like, yeah, I mean, that's that's all anything. That's how anything gets credibility. That's why the Bhagavad Gita is more credible. Yeah, because I feel like anytime I miss that, that Taco sign. Bell item, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I don't even know. Yeah, what you they just said. brought it back along with the Mexican pizza. I think the Bhagavad like Gita. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that iron butterfly song. I still and I still don't know what the fuck you're saying. I'm sorry. I'm uh, probably I think, saying it wrong. I don't well, know. No, no, you're probably not. I just I, I can't. What I, is it? A Bhagavad Gita? Bhagavad Gita. Okay. Yeah. What is that? It's, it's like a it's like a Hindu holy text, I think. Yeah, okay. and all, it's right. used, well, I it's apologize. Used in, I am being very disrespectful. Well, it's also um, used in like Hare Krishna uh faith a lot. Like okay, they, they read okay. the Bhagavad Gita. I really I, I really did not know what y'all were saying and I'm being a shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, but keep, I mean, keep all of that in though. Keep all of it in. <laughs> But I th- even with that, like, I feel like, you know, Hare Krishnans were for a long time, you know, kind of like a punchline, especially in like the 70s. But yeah, it's yeah, like, they were, it's they like were. you know, you, I feel like every Hare Krishnan I know, they just, it's like, I can identify them because they wear like a certain necklace or something. How many like, Hare Krishnans do you know? I know more than you would think. Well, I mean, if one is <laughs> How many do you think he would think? Yeah, I was going to say. Any? I, any? Know, yeah. I think I know more than 10. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. live in an airport? No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds it's, kind of maybe racist. I don't know. I, no, it's not. Because in the 70s, like, they would, they would, like, they would hang out at the airport and, like, that's how they would raise money and shit. Right? Yeah. I'm and not I, wrong and about I feel that. like also a lot of Hare Krishnans, I'm not saying as a whole, but the ones that we're thinking of are often white people. Yeah, you know, yeah, that are trying to like get away from like Western ideology. Yeah, it was uh, like California, know, like neo religion hippie culture, like all yeah. shoot shit. Yeah. Um, but, Before we get too far away from living in an airport, did you hear about the Japanese man that has been living in an airport for something like twenty years? I hear this is a thing that people do. Like, there, there's a lot of people that find out a way to just survive in an airport. Homeless, well, this guy is a pretty cool story, so I'd like to get into this just a little bit if I could. Sure. So he. His family complained at him all the time because they say, all you do is smoke and drink. You need to, you know, get your life together. So he said, fuck all of you. And he he took his like monthly pay that he gets from the government and just went to the airport. And he just hangs out in the airport and smokes and drinks all day long. 
and occasionally, very rarely, will go leave to get supplies, and he just camps out there and smokes and drinks all day. I and love I that. Think Dan, that is awesome. I was about to say, I love that Dan started this out by saying he's actually got a pretty cool story. So this guy told his entire family, "Fuck you, fuck off. I'm going to drink and smoke my life away." Like, this, this is Dan's hero. We, yeah, we see we see the mental state Dan's in lately. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who can blame him? Uh, <laughs> hey, we've all been there, buddy. I so, uh, do you know if he like sleeps there, or does he just spend his whole day? There? Hey, no, he sleeps there. Okay. He he sleeps. He lives in the airport. He so, functions and does everything he has to do in there. Obviously, in America, this would not fly. Like this would, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, like like the, he would be arrested and kicked out, and like and and that that would be the end of it. Uh, have has the airport just like adopted this guy as like their mascot or something? Why, why is everybody <laughs> well, cool with it? I I, th- I think there's something going on here that I don't understand because there I this is how I learned this. I found a list of people who have lived in airports Wikipedia page. Okay, okay. So like, this is a thing, and I actually Tom just Hanks pulled movie. it up right now. Terminal, yeah. right? Wasn't that the name of That's it? That's Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! You stupid. <laughs> Oh, okay. So I'm sorry. I was mistaken. Um, he's a Chinese man, and he <laughs> oh, has lived. Damn. He has lived in the Beijing. What? <laughs> we, we're already getting our Asian nationalities like mixed up. Like, well, there, there's a bunch of people who've lived in airports, and you were right about one thing. Okay. Um, there, there's one American on this list who was at the O'Hare International Airport for 89 days before they finally arrested him, but he <laughs> was cleared go. of charges. Okay, but that's cool. So this one guy had lived in the airport for 5,416 days. Damn. Holy shit. The guy who just wanted to smoke a drink from uh, around 2008 to present day. He has just lived at the airport. Four, I was about to say that's over. That's well over a decade. Do you know so if this guy? Years. So does this guy like you were saying? He takes his like his monthly. Does he go to a job or is he retired? No, I, I think they. From my understanding, from what I remember, and I read about this quite some time ago, so I may have some of the facts wrong. But I think that he, for whatever reason, he gets payments from the government. I don't know if it is. Why? I don't know yeah, why yeah. he gets like yeah. a government stipend or whatever, but he, but he, yeah, he just gets paid, just lives in the airport and occasionally comes out for supplies and stuff like that. But yeah, so I guess in that regard, he has money to like go to a little kiosk, buy a thing and, you know. Right. Yeah. He just, has enough money to, yeah. to get his alcohol, his cigarettes, he's feed himself, you know. <laughs> like he yeah. doesn't, he, he has no bills. payment, you know, like your money. Uh, most of your money goes to housing anyway every month. So also, yeah, now in airports they have those little things where you can sleep in the. You can kind of rent the pod. Have y'all seen those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and so he might be. <laughs> he might, yeah, <laughs> you know. So he probably just goes in there and goes to sleep too. I think like it's getting easier. It's getting easier to just live, so in, an live in an airport. Where does he take a shower? They there's huh. showers in a lot of airports uh, for you know, international travelers and shit. Um, he still doesn't have the record for the person who's lived in the airport the longest, though. That, that was looks the one like... that Tom Hanks was based on, right? I have no <laughs> idea. Tom, H- Tom Hanks was based on <laughs> Tom Hanks was based on this person. <laughs> all of Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was based on this dude. His parents had him and said, we're going to raise you just like the airport. Yeah, man. Exactly. <laughs> But this one guy lived in an airport in Brazil for 22 years and Whoa. still does live there. 
And then there's even someone else that has lived in an airport for almost 18 years. Hmm. So, no, he he was moved out. He was moved out and moved to Paris, but he has the second place record. This is wild how long people just live in airports. I guess the the Terminal movie, it was like 18 years that he stayed. Okay, so that must be the... So, uh, and according to that movie, I don't know how accurate it was, but he like he was on the the flight. He landed, and suddenly the country that he was from was dissolved. So his passport was no longer recognized. So he couldn't gain entrance into other countries, basically. So and he, so he had no choice. This, like, what the hell is he going to do? <laughs> he was stuck in this no man's land, basically. Yeah. Um, I don't again I don't know if that's accurate if that was like if it started around it like a, the because fall of, of the military Soviet. coup. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. I think what you're saying is right then. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. That makes you wonder like could it be possible say like I don't want to work a job, I don't want to have a house. I just want to live on the land all day <laughs> or in the, I, I don't want to work i just want to make just want to live in this airport all day but like d- is, do you have an option is there a place that you could go just to be like say i wanted to live off the grid could i in america could you yeah. do that is it, it's a <laughs> just say hardies <laughs> Yeah, that's what Mike Lindell was trying to do before the fucking government had to come yeah. fuck his shit up. All he needs Gosh. is Hardee's and a pillow. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, is it illegal? Like, I can't just go live in the woods. I mean, right? so that is that is one of like the more nefarious things about like America over the past hundred years is all the anti loitering laws and stuff that were meant to criminalize just being poor or black right. uh, in a lot of towns. Um, no, you can't like quite. There's so many shitty fucking laws that allow for the police to lock you up for doing nothing for literally just existing in public that. Yeah, literally no. in public public spaces. And, you know, public is the term that it's like it's there for people to hang out in. It's a common space. There. Yeah. 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 But but they will find an excuse if they want to lock you up because you don't look right or you are not presenting how they want you to present. They will come up with a reason to uh, to arrest you for it. Mm. Um, yeah, it was it was literally like a, it was a way, particularly in the South. um poor people looking for work because we never did away with slavery because it's still allowed by prison, uh, uh, you know, through prison labor, they passed all of this legislation to make it illegal to be poor in public. Therefore they would arrest you. Therefore they got to enslave you again through the prison system. Yeah. I've been listening to a bunch of like libertarian debating <laughs> i know buddy you know buddy, how i am God, i know i'm so, oh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah there's a lot of times where it always ends up with this well you know you don't have to go to work you don't have to do all that i'm like well then they arrest you if you don't yeah like, yeah exactly you literally exactly. have to do that yeah yeah you have you have to be a cog in their machine and very few people don't get to be a cog in the machine yeah um yeah that, that's where sucks. a lot of libertarian stuff really goes off the rails because it's like well yeah, I mean, it's like in this fantasy you've set up, yes, this would work, 
but like that's not how the government operates. It is a fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yes, it totally yeah, it is. is. It's like, is. well, you don't need to pave a road. I got a big truck. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone doesn't, Greg. Libertarian, like the the most perfect summation of libertarianism, particularly modern right wing libertarianism, is the the snake flag, and the snake is being stepped on by a corporate boot, uh, and it's just like it, it's like harder daddy is the caption underneath <laughs> it, and it's just like. Like you said, Josh, like, yeah, you ain't got to pave a road. I got a big truck. And it's like, okay, so you, Chevrolet is your savior, you know, or, <laughs> or GMC or whatever. It's, uh, it's, it's all of their solutions is just to buy something. And that means you're part of the capital system. Like, again, you're not escaping it. You're not yeah. escaping it in any way, shape or form. Your income has to come from somewhere. Um, and there's I, I, one of my favorite articles. I should look this up. We should we should do like a, a dive of this for a Patreon episode where this town, I, I think it was like somewhere in Texas. I, I could just be stereotyping. Um, uh, they tried the libertarian dream. I remember this. It's like where, free, they called it Freeland or something yeah, like that. Where there was no no government whatsoever and then people's trash stopped getting picked up and it was a fucking nightmare and they they could not solve anything because everybody was was libertarian as fuck and it never fucking works. That's so <laughs> funny to works. think that's so funny to think of like essentially you start from the beginning and then you just have to go through all the cycles that essentially people in like the late 1700s to 1800s yeah, had to exactly, figure out along exactly. the way. Like, Society... What do we do with all this trash? And you're like, well, <laughs> we can like if you if you guys give me like two bucks a month, I'll like get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. And they're yeah. like, all right, that's cool. That's just two bucks a month. And then they're like, wait, our water like really, you're like, I, I got to figure it out. Just give me five dollars a month. <laughs> And you're like, I really want to read books. Like, do you, that guy yeah, has a lot yeah, of books. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll rent you books. And they just <laughs> and like then, fix every system. But but yeah. see, but see, then they're like, wait, I'm paying this guy two bucks a month or however much to like get the water here. But he's cutting corners, and this shit is unsafe to drink. And he's not coming as often as he said uh, to pick up my trash. And it's like, well, I mean. That's the free market. If you don't like it, then you start your own trash pickup business. And it's like, but I already do this. And it's like, well, that's, that's, that's sorry. Uh, that's, this if, is, you, if you pay me, every I'll single be the guy person. that says that they're not allowed to do that. And then, and then somebody else suggests. <laughs> oh, wait, now I'm a government. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> then it's like, this, like, maybe we should have like an advisory board or like somebody they report to. And, and like, it, it always comes back around to needing oversight of some sort to make yeah. sure you're not getting fucked over by people uh, taking your money. So always happens, always happens. Yeah. yeah. It's like essentially these towns, these like libertarian cornucopias or whatever the fuck, uh, they, uh, cornucopia. <laughs> Is that not the right word? Isn't that the, I, I, isn't that the like that's the, mesh the thing, thing at Thanksgiving yeah. that has the fake fruit in it? What is it called? Uh, isn't that used to describe? I think that is used as that. Yeah, that's is it really. It yeah, yeah, that's the script. <laughs> okay, you're, this is like the rush thing at the beginning of the episode. I'm confused now. Like people use that to describe like a a a perfect like town or a perfect like city. a utopia. Like, a, you, that's the word. <laughs> yes, I'm like, they don't fucking say a cornucopia. <laughs> I knew, I knew, like, as soon as I said it, I was like, I pictured the little thing on like Thanksgiving tables. And then I was like, wait, no, I'm still right. Like, you, like, wait, is that seriously not used to describe? Uh, okay. Uh, Urban Dictionary is not helping me on this. 
<laughs> Urban Dictionary probably calls it a sex act, oh, like on the yeah. Thanksgiving table. <laughs> you or were right. I think yeah. I think people do use the word cornucopia as like a analogy for something, but I don't think it's for like a a place like that. I think Utopia was right. Maybe mm. I could be completely wrong, but. Uh, and an and abundant supply of good things of a specified kind. I guess you could. I could see it being used I, like I that. I swear, I've heard the festival offers a cornucopia of pleasures, so it can be used like that. Maybe I've just got. But the festival itself isn't a cornucopia. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, it's it's like the the things that it offers. It, like as a, an, a utopia can offer a cornucopia. A cornuco- yes, it can absolutely. <laughs> yeah, cornucopia philia. <laughs> <laughs> Cornucopophagia. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying now. Oh, I was just going to say, like, it always, these, these uh, um, experiments always end up being larger versions of my roommate won't do his dishes and put them away. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just on a larger scale. That's, yeah. and, and again, it's like, it's like somebody like Kyrie Irving, most famously recently, uh, insisting the earth was flat you know it's like and then when you you when you push back on it it, you know he's just asking questions and it's like okay (laughs) we asked these questions 600 fucking years ago we figured this shit out by now you don't have to keep asking the same questions yeah there's a toxic dose of herbicide on every fruit in that cornucopia because there was no one to oversee (laughs) the safety regulations exactly exactly right (laughs) yeah Uh, i feel like libertarian dudes are always just like a really loud guy with a lot of opinions that refuses to read anything. I've decided on my own that this is how everything works and I will not yeah. confirm nor yeah. deny and they're like, Well, yeah. we already did this. It's like somebody that's like, yo, more bands should sound like this. And they're like, well, I mean, if you hadn't just gotten here, there's a lot of bands that have sounded <laughs> yeah. like that. I mean, I feel like there's different facets of life yeah. where there's that guy that's just like Christopher Columbus with everything. And you're like, dude, we were already here. Like, <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah and, and nobody like and and then they're they insist that there's all these gatekeepers and the gatekeepers are standing around going no you can come inside like we're insisting you come inside again there's tons of bands that sound like this like like yeah. please make yourself at home and and they just insist that they're being kept on the outside because <laughs> of their opinions about shit yeah. exactly Halloween. I don't think Halloween was last Monday, right? Yep. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. What did Antonio go as for Halloween? He was a super, like, really scary looking ghost pirate. <laughs> like, Ooh, it was authentic, authentically creepy as fuck. <laughs> no shit. I mean, a tiny, uh, like, tiny ghosts are already creepy. You know, like, like child size versions of like, like I'm, I'm more afraid of a child size version of Michael Myers than I am a full size version of Michael Myers. Like, I I don't know. I was never too afraid of like Chucky. I was always like, why don't you just like kick him? The Pet Cemetery Kid would be like if, <laughs> if Antonio was doing the Pet Cemetery Kid and going around like, <laughs> yeah, like, Pet Cemetery Kid creepy. was fucking creepy. I guess I'll yeah. give you that. I don't think that was a really muttly sounding laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Um, yeah. What? So did y'all, did you dress up with him? Were you a pirate as well? Vic? Uh, so 
Christina last year found the easiest, most simple costume for us to have, and she found it at Walmart. It's just like a a piece of bread with peanut butter on it and a piece of bread with jelly on it. So oh. me and Christina were just peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> nice. That's good. That's cute. Good couples costumes are great. Josh, did you dress up? Did you and Sarah dress uh, up? I did not. Oh. No. Did you hand no. out candy? Uh, we put a bowl or outside. Uh, <laughs> you hand out some fentanyl? Some rainbow yeah. fentanyl? <laughs> Yeah, we put a bowl outside, and usually when someone walks up, like, our dog will start barking, and she only barked, like, twice, so I assume I didn't really have, like, any, there that many trick-or-treaters, and I went and checked right after she barked, and they had taken, like, all of the candy out of the bowl. <laughs> so, yeah. So we didn't either, have many, either but, yeah. Two things happen. You either have squirrels mm-hmm. that uh, got all of your candy covertly, or... Uh, a kid did the thing that kids do and just swiped the entire bowl. I don't know. You think squirrels will like candy? I mean, they eat like acorns and shit. I feel like their brain it's, it's, would explode. Yeah, they probably fucking love candy then. They're like, thank God it's not a fucking acorn. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, some paydays. Yeah. Hell look, yeah. Look at all the nuts in this candy. Yeah. Yeah. Like the effort it probably takes for them to chew through the outside of an acorn versus just a plastic wrapper. Um, Honestly, like we should be feeding wildlife more candy, you know. <laughs> like, probably, I mean, it's just calories well, let's and start stuff. Start a petition there. here. Yeah. yeah. How do we know there's not like the best candy inside an acorn, though? There's only one way to find out. I mean, okay, are because acorn- people eat acorns. Well, I was just about it's to ask. That. Hold on, hold on. Do, do people, people eat-, eat acorns? Yeah, people eat acorns. We sound people like libertarians like- right now. <laughs> <laughs> what What is an, a dish that has acorns in it? It's just corn, man. <laughs> just one single corn, dude. It's acorn. Oh, it's acorn. It they don't eat acorns. They just eat acorn. <laughs> Hold on. What is... I'm, I'm, I don't know that I've ever had an acorn before. I guess they kind of look like chestnuts a little bit, right? Could you roast an acorn? Over an open fire, sure. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, Roasted I'm, acorn. I guess I'm looking this up. All right, roasted acorn. You can ground them up and make pancakes, pastries, cookie, pasta, bread. Why don't they're so abundant? Why don't we do that? It must well, be shitty. Saying. Some well, shitty some pancakes. people do. Uh, okay, that's what I was gonna but say. Why isn't it don't eat them raw. Is you what can, they're saying. I, I was gonna say like I, I thought there was like some kind of poison to them, or they were like toxic. Not not poison, but like toxic of some sort. I, I think you're supposed to cook them. Yeah. We're going to learn about acorns for all of our listeners right now so that you don't have to. You have to leach acorns to remove the tannin or they are toxic. Okay. All right. Tannin. So that, so that, that's what I was like, like other like pecans or walnuts or something like you can crack those open and eat those uh, raw. And it just dawned on me. I've never seen anybody do that with an acorn. Uh, so that would be why. Hmm. You have to boil or soak them repeatedly until the water no longer turns brown. <laughs> and that removes the tannins that make you sick. What a what a like like fast and loose way to like play with toxicity of something. It's just like, ah, does this water look like it's got any brown in it? Yeah. It's like, well, oh yeah, I would be like that. No, it still looks a little yeah, brown. Exactly. Exactly. I would be so sketched out. Like I'm just gonna the, not eat acorns. Yeah. I love the idea <laughs> of plan. like people just dying for so long <laughs> trying to figure food out. 
<laughs> and you're like, that didn't work. Let's try it again. <laughs> uh, that that is, I think about that all the time. Anytime, like I crack open an oyster, uh, and and like just think about the first person to eat one of these. Like, how <laughs> fucking desperate was this person? Shout out to them. Salute. I salute you, old like Neolithic caveman that ate oysters for the first time. Or like, mm. uh, what's the the Hawaiian shit poi? Like, who yeah. figured that shit out? Like, wait, what? what wait, what is poi? It's like gra- It's taro root that's like ground into this like bland paste. Uh huh. It's like a essential staple of Hawaiian cuisine. Okay, I've heard. I hear the name. I've I've heard the name a lot, but I've never actually looked into what it's it like is. Gooey, gross-looking paste, and apparently, it's like kind of bland and tastes like wheat a little bit. Hmm. It might hmm. be kind of similar to tofu. You know how tofu kind of takes on the qualities of whatever you cook right. it with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah tofu is another a, one. How did they like who tripped yeah, and stumbled and dropped I, their soybeans? I think like, about this shit all the time. Where now. like these the, these foods that are common staples that take such a long process. It's like who y'all were just in the lab, just <laughs> fucking doing anything and everything until something came out right. It's just it's wild Dude, to me. How about fucking how this have- shit happens? They didn't have Twitter back then to distract them. <laughs> That's they, weren't all, they, they had nothing it's to do, so they're just like, all right. <laughs> yeah. uh, have you ever seen the process that fucking Worcestershire sauce is made? Oh, no. It is bizarre, the shit that they do to make Worcestershire sauce. Is it a harder process than saying it? Yeah. Well, uh, maybe not. I don't know. It's pretty tough. For sure, 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 sure. What was I about to say? I was about to ask if you knew. Apparently, it's a common misconception what the state food of Hawaii is. Is it spam? Spam is the common misconception, but it's just that it's so popular there. They put it on absolutely everything. But the only official item is the coconut muffin, which sounds delightful, honestly. Oh, that sounds good. I love coconut. It's like one of the most Me polarizing too. foods out there, I feel like. It, yeah, I'm surprised at how many people are so turned off by coconut. I like, agree. I kind of get why a lot of people don't like raisins or other foods that a lot of people are weird about. But coconut always blows my mind how many uh, people are like, I like, I like coconut. I also like the fucking artificially flavored coconut shit that everybody oh, really hates. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love fake coconut I love, flavor. I love fake banana flavor. Uh, me too. I don't like that so much, personally. I <laughs> I, I love the the fake banana. I like a lot of fake flavors, a lot of artificial. <laughs> fake blueberry is kind of bad. Yeah. It depends on the fake blueberry. I've had some fake blueberry that's not bad. I feel blueberry like cereal has good fake oh, blueberry. Yeah, yeah. I feel like growing up, like there were a lot of stuff that was fake blueberry flavor. <laughs> I feel like, like the, the fake blue raspberry flavor doesn't taste as good as a real blue raspberry does, you know? But are there yeah. real blue raspberries, though? No. no, there's not. Yeah, like that's like why was the '90s so obsessed with blue raspberry? I don't know. Why not just make blueberry? Yeah, it's. I think it's because it has the word "raz" in it, and that was like, like, like sounded extreme. Yeah. So kinda. this is one of those things. I read this long article explaining the whole history and source of the blue raspberry flavoring. What? And I don't remember a goddamn thing. God about damn it! it. Then, fuck. <laughs> 
Okay, send that I, article. I understand that. I'll put that I article. totally understand that. That is, that is some shit that sounds like right up my fucking alley. Like, I would be obsessed with reading that, uh, like, all the way through or watching a documentary on it. <laughs> I get I get so fascinated by, like, I mean, I guess everybody does, but, like, the most mundane things. Like, the little nichest shit that you can the, find. The most niche shit you can imagine. But then when you start to think about it, like, was actually a cultural wave. You know what I mean? Like th- there's there's these cultural waves that happen and you just take it like, oh, that's popular now. And you don't realize there is like all of these pulleys and levers and systems behind the <laughs> scenes that are fucking making this happen because there was an excess of some product on the market and all of these like food research you know r&d departments were like hey we can get this product for super fucking cheap yeah. and we can sell you know and we can hype up this new flavor that we can introduce and let's push this really hard and then your marketing department gets on it and suddenly it's fucking everywhere like a blue raspberry lobbyist <laughs> yeah yeah it really is i mean that's what happens with the Isn't like beatles song like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Ringo sings it. Oh yeah, it sounds like a Ringo song. But like that's what happens with with like remember in the late nineties, early two thousands with the the push of uh cheese on everything, like extra cheesy pizza, extra cheesy like burgers and shit that were just loaded with cheese. It's because we had uh an excess surplus of huh. of this like cheap milk curd that was like being stored and they were trying to offload it. So they went to all of these fast food um, uh, companies and, and industries and said, Hey, like we can, we can get, sell this shit for so fucking cheap and you can process it into fake cheese basically that you can come up. And, and so that's what this wave of all of this cheesy, crazy, cheesy products came out. And, and that's what was behind it was all of this very cheap product. Um, It wasn't just like, and that's the funny thing too, is like, like, capitalism is supposed to be seeing what people want and bringing it to them. And in reality, it is what can we force upon them and insist that they want uh, and make them think that they want so that we can make uh, an extra dollar on top of it. You know, it's supposed to be these competing forces that uh, narrow in on exactly what the public is demanding. And in reality, it's the exact opposite. It's we're we're going to create the demand and make them think that this is the product that they want. <laughs> this is how QAnon started. <laughs> like somebody was just like, uh, they put cheese inside my hot dog. <laughs> That's like the synthesis of it. And then they went and looked into everything else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what it's else some, is a conspiracy? Uh, suddenly Epstein is killing himself in prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's exactly right. Um, yeah, speaking of that, I know, have, did y'all talk about Elon buying Twitter last week? No. No. Uh, I kind of can't wait. I I, kind of can't wait for this verification thing to happen uh, where anybody can buy a verified account. What is it? Eight bucks? It's eight (laughs) dollars. We can just do a Patreon. I swear to God, he will have my eight dollars so fucking fast if I get to like just grab any account I want and have a blue check next to it. holy shit yeah you can use the patreon money to pay for it yeah Yeah, exactly we'll have a verified uh i don't know we need to come up with like who's a celebrity that is still alive that you wouldn't think is still alive that we can just tweet some wild shit from wallace sean 
<laughs> well, he's not still alive, though. Oh, he's not? Oh, he's not? No, oh, see, we don't know, though. Oh, we could fun. make a fucking verified account yeah, for him. I did not Just know Photoshop that. his name on a license. Or like his name and picture. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, but you have to make it something like real Wallace Shawn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, or official, like, you know, official, official Wallace Shawn. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Carrie always is uh, active on Twitter. But, you know, okay, what about like a NBA player, but that's like just falling off and sort of like, not not that they're a bad player, it's just it right. was the 90s, you know, like, yeah. I'm going to always think of like him. Like Stephon Marbury or something. Sure. Or like, you're like Grant Hart. Or so yeah, no, wait, that's yeah. the guy from Husker Do. Um, what's the what's Grant the, Hill? Or I can just try just make an account for the guy from Husker Do. Well, he's dead. So, but I, oh. I guess I could. Uh, Grant, Grant Hill. Grant Hill is very active as a commentator on, uh, okay. on ESPN and shit. So then uh, John Stockton. Oh, John! John is uh, yeah. You want to talk about? Some I don't know if I could dig brain. I don't know if I could dig deep enough. Dude, uh, Utah. Utah is cursed. Uh, like it's just a cursed state to begin with, and that like jazz team from the '90s with Malone and Stockton as their two most famous players. Uh, Malone knocked up a 13-year-old, and Stockton is a QAnon, pandemic, uh, fucking brainwormed ass dude. Jesus. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I know we've talked about this. Uh, kind of since you mentioned knocking up a 13-year-old. Um. So Bill. Oh, wait, I should. This is clarify. Raped a 13-year-old okay. uh, as a grown-ass man. So, uh, Bill, I was reading about Bill Wyman uh, from Rolling Stones, and in his Wikipedia, and it's phrased like this, uh, just kind of oh, look God. up his Wikipedia, oh. <laughs> look up his personal life, and it says so that he, so he, when he was 52, he married an 18-year-old. He's been married like four different times. and then it, But then it clarifies they consummated the relationship when she was 14. And I was like, oh, I mean, it's like, yeah, I guess you hear about those things a lot. But I'm like, damn, they like, they just like lay it out there in the Wikipedia. Yeah, like, they were like shit. very, he's very, like, at the time, at least he was very open with it. But this uh, was in the 90s that yeah, he was open yeah. about it. It's, I'm telling you, it is, it's so wild how, uh, like, every, you knew, like, it was wrong back then, obviously. It's always been wrong. But, uh, it's weird how nobody was just called on it back then to the degree. It's it's just like like it was just jokes were made about it. It, it was and, like and a well known thing for specifically rock stars. Like yeah, yeah you know yeah. that's just what they do. It's yeah, it's or, part of their yeah. culture. Like breaking toilets and marrying thirteen year olds. Yeah, or like even if you do. like lived in like Monterey Heights, I feel like it was like a well known <laughs> thing. You know, like you didn't have to have a lot of money. You just had like a lowered minivan. You know, you know that's where, you know, that's where Dan lives, right? <laughs> well you don't have to do that if you live there i'm just saying dan literally lives in monterey heights and you've never mentioned that. i feel like we make or i make jokes about monterey heights all the time like i feel like i made someone was like what's a bad place or like what's a bad place to be in wilmington and we were like i don't think it's like anywhere is really as bad as it used to be like, like oh, i, I intensely i intensely dislike this neighborhood okay. <laughs> and then i'm like when we know. when we came to look at the house we came in through the river road side and went right into the cul-de-sac and we're like what a nice little cul-de-sac 
And then, like, I would start going out the other way, and I'd be like, holy shit. <laughs> like, we did not thoroughly research the surrounding I, area I first. I drive through there, like, it doesn't seem that bad. Like, what's what's so bad about it? it it's not great. Um, but is your street, I mean, like, is it, your as, far as, as far as the neighborhood looking really shitty, like, whatever. I mean, that's, I, I don't have to make a huge deal about that. But there, nice there was a little of it. Like yeah. that, there is a nice revamped. park. There, yeah, there yeah. is a nice park. Um, there's definitely a significant amount of people that definitely don't take care of their house, and there's like lots of vehicles up on cinder blocks and like with no tires on them in certain parts of it. Which again, whatever. Like I, it doesn't directly affect me. There's definitely been a lot of houses that were rented to people who had kids that caused problems in the neighborhood. There was definitely one house in particular that vandalized like everyone on their block Damn. and they did some damage to our house too. They broke one of the windows. They shot a BB through another one of the windows. Holy shit. Like Wait. they put a ho- hose up to someone's window and flooded like what several the rooms fuck? of their house. Oh what what kind of goddamn the home alone <laughs> wet bandit shit is that? <laughs> yeah. That what the fuck? Some modern yeah. ass shit. God, I mean, yeah. it really like, that's what's so funny about it is like, that's just that neighborhood's culture. Like when me and when me and Josh were growing up, like we knew some badass. Like if if like the fucking bad kids that we went to school with were fucking, they were all from Monterey Heights. Like, yeah. I, and don't get me wrong, like like Southwald was similar as well. Like I, I grew up with some with some uh some kids that turned out to be like yeah i don't think mortal gardens trailer park was that great either yeah like none of us none of us grew up like monkey junction area was not uh there was there's a few like little offshoot rich places but uh for the most part like we we were running around with hoodlums and stuff but monterey heights was its own special (laughs) special grain of that Um, so, I actually do too. So to go, do you have time for me to read this very short Tom Hanks poem? Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> All right. Th- this is a poem. It's called Thomas Jeffrey Hanks. <laughs> Mr. Thomas Jeffrey Hanks passionately pursued his dreams by pulling pranks. By smooth talking fellow workers, this prankster cannot be found. As Hollywood checked in, opened doors of opportunity, and he's making ground. Mm, what? <laughs> Right. I don't get it. Hey, stick to your day job, Tom. <laughs> Doing weird voices in new movies is yes. his day job. That is absolutely his day job. Ding. Bye. Bye. Bye.